Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join Martin, Dave, Spencer and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. So welcome to another T2 Hubcast. I've got Spencer Locker with me. Hello. Welcome, Spence. How are you doing, mate? All right, you? Yeah. Good. Yeah, good. All good. Can't complain. <laughs> it's nearly summer. No, yeah. it's not. It's spring, but... Sun's on, shining. Birds are singing. It's on its way. It's yeah. on its way. So, um, Spencer and I was chatting, and we wanted to come in and record a, a short Hubcast, but one which we hope will be uh, of use to people who are wanting to use or have already deployed the Managing Stress in the Workplace Toolkit from the T2 Hub. And I think the reason why, Spence, is because we've made we've built it in a way which it should be self-explanatory. Yeah. And the manager guide should give managers all the information they need to get started. But yeah. we're, we're conscious that it, it's not as simple as that, is it? No, but it's not, it's not rocket science either. No. But if we can give you a helping hand and just talk a real, little bit around what's in the toolkit yeah. and uh, and how to get started and just a few tips or a few uh, do's and don'ts, then that might be of value. So the Managing Stress or the T2 Managing Stress in the Workplace Toolkit, we created it, Spence, because there is a real need for managers on the front line to take a bit of ownership yeah, and support. I think the way yeah. support people the best they can who may be suffering from <clears> mental <throat> health, from stress, doesn't have to be deep mental health issues. Mm. It can be someone who's overworked, who's feeling the pressure at the minute, who's in yeah. low mood. But how can we support people with their well-being on the front line? If you rem- if you remember what if you cast your mind back to when we went right to the sort of the, the beginning of the development of this toolkit, remember that all the people were talking to about mental health issues at work, at work and outside work, because uh, you've got to bear in mind that just because you have mental health issues or stress outside work, just because you're going to work, you can't turn it off. It's yeah. with you. Um, so in the development of this, we actually found, if you remember, we were talking to some managers who said we would love to actually help, uh, and support our employees, but there's nothing out there. There's yeah. no, there's no, there's no tool. There's no, um, equipment. There's no guidelines. There's no courses for the, for the, for the level of depth or, or lack of depth, if you like, that that you need for support because yeah. everything was either really, really heavy stuff going over three years, and 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 your manager comes out as a sort of qualified counselor, stroke therapist, when they don't actually need that, yeah, they? and they haven't got time yeah, to do yeah. that, right? And 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 ninety percent of their job, 90 percent of their job, is not that, right? Yeah. So, and then the other extreme that we experienced was there's plenty of uh, talk out there about being a mental health ambassador or mm-hmm. as an organization or supporting mental health mm-hmm. and the impact of mental health and how much yeah. it costs the economy and companies and absenteeism versus pr- presenteeism. And mm. there was all this, but we never really felt like there was anything tangible, anything practical. So the reason we created the toolkit was because you don't need to go through that three-year degree to be able to practition in it, mm. but it also is an actionable. It, it gives managers, hopefully, a bit of confidence in not avoiding the elephant in the room and starting to feel more comfortable in engaging their employees who may be struggling with the fundamental aim on the front line yeah. of applying that first aid 
or, or, or helping them move forward from where they are. Yeah. And that's what it is. So you'll see in the pack, if we come back to the hub, you'll mm. see in the pack, we have four documents, I believe, yeah. in the Managing Stress yeah. Yeah. section, which is the Manager Guide. Yeah. And we always say step one, start with the Manager Guide. Yeah. The Manager Guide is written in a way where it's not war and peace and it's not too heavy, but it'll give you hopefully just enough to get the feel for our five or six step process mm. when it comes to managing stress in, in the workplace. Yeah. But what you really need to do for managers out there is you need to focus in the manager guide on basically, you know, almost the first two or three steps, if anything, which is mm. how do I recognize stress in the yeah. workplace? More importantly, how do I conduct the seven day diary exercise mm. with a recipient? Yeah. And that's, if if that's all you start with, mm. getting used to having the conversations with people, mm. recognizing when someone's struggling, having the conversations with people and deploying a, a seven-day exercise where we review this together and see what might be mm. triggering this stress or this anxiety yeah. and work together on a plan. That is the simplicity of it, yeah. isn't it, Spence? Yes, it is. It now, is. all the other coaching techniques in it and, and <clears throat> facilitating professional uh, support if we need to that can come down the line yeah we want managers listening to this and using the hub to just get comfortable in going i need to i need to recognize better recognize myself when someone's struggling but have the open dialogue so that can come forth when need to but i also want to be comfortable in deploying the seven day diary exercise with a recipient yeah and we'll go through the process together yeah and and to be honest with you when 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 it gets to that point where they are looking at when they're looking at suggesting the seven-day work diary to the recipient actually working through it with the recipient reinforces what it's all about anyway mm. and and with the recipient i mean when we start talking about the saw technique and things like that i know we'll talk about it a little bit later on but sometimes actually just sharing that experience reduces some of the stress and the worries by just getting a little bit of understanding i mean we talk about um mental stress mental health in the workplace and we talk about stress, and one of the common factors seems to be a lack or loss of control. Yeah. So when when you actually get a little bit of knowledge and you get a little bit of support, you sort of regain a little bit of control, uh, and and the and the opportunity to vent as well. Sort of, and people are yeah. sort of empathetic, sympathetic, call, call it what you will, and and that's you you're making your first steps there, aren't you? Yeah. You're making your first. You're steps. offloading. You're getting it out your head, and 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 that. And that's the main thing. That's the biggest relief. Yeah. You mentioned the saw technique there. So before we move on to any of the other documents in the pack, let's stay with the manager guide. Let's stay with the first two or three steps and let's talk around the saw technique because that's the thing we've developed here, which with the full aim of simplifying this vast spectrum of mental health. Now, if I just explain the saw technique simply, and I'll bring you in, Spence, on why we, we, we do it is... The SAW technique, stand, the acronym SAW, is an easy thing to remember. Mm. And what we're doing, if you look in the diagram of the manager's guide on this, is we want people to work backwards from stress. Mm. Stress is a big thing. Stress has a spectrum from minor temporary stress to chronic debilitating stress, right? So stress is a big thing to tackle. And mental health as a big whole is a big thing to tackle. So we need to work back through psychologically back from stress. So stress is the S in the SAW mm. acronym, but the A is anxiety. So if you work back from stress, what causes stress? Anxiety. Mm. Anxiety is feeling of feelings of danger, threat, worry, consequence, mm. all of these things which um, which starts to bring on the stress response. 
And as we know, as a survival mechanism, as an animal, that is there to serve a purpose and save our lives when needed. Yeah. But in everyday life, in the modern day world, it can take over our lives from any minor thing posted on social media to that e- that email that's just been landed in my inbox to what so and so said to me in the meeting room this morning. We can have we can anxiety can grip us for many different reasons. Yeah. So anxiety, there's two types. So if there's two types of stress, which is ongoing chronic debilitating stress mm. or acute temporary stress, then there's two types of anxiety. Mm. There's you know the environment sort of in the moment my anxiety is being triggered by something practical, physical. Yeah. Um, or my anxiety is an ongoing habitual thing that I've got myself into. And then if you work back from anxiety, what actually triggers anxiety? Well, it's an isolated worry, which is the W. Saw, S-A-W. You work back from stress through to anxiety, through to a single worry. And there's two types of worries that we list in our kit isn't this spence oh yeah. three you, you point at me three there is three the third yeah. one sort of is an yeah yeah so do you just want to quickly uh or very succinctly just uh talk about the two t- when we get back to the w worries yeah. what are the two types of worries a human being can have the main two and then we'll bring right. the third yeah. one so in. the main the main two basically uh we've got we've got two two of the main two anyway both of the main two both the main two <laughs> um we've got the uh we've got uh, hypothetical worries so hypothetical worries are um, very uh, sorry. These these seem to be the ones that cause us most problems, really, because the hypothetical worries are something that could have la- could have happened in the past, yeah, or could possibly happen in the future, right? Um, so if it's happened in the past, what can you do about something that's happened in the past? Well, nothing. Nothing. Okay. So what could you possibly do about things that could possibly happen in the future? Well, you could do some stuff, but if you just purely focus focus, focus on, on it, the f- oh, then there's not a great deal. You're asking you can the do. impossible, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. You're just trying so, to predict the future. So we're talking hypothetical, aren't we? Yeah. And that's why we call it hypothetical, because yeah. it's not it, it it's not a reality. Hmm. It's it's I am either dwelling on something that's happened in the past, which hmm. you definitely can't control. Yeah or I am too focused about something that may or may not happen in the future, mm. which, again, I can't control in the here and now, the yeah. outcome. Yeah. We'll come to what you can control, but yeah. you can't control the outcome you're worrying about. Yes. Which causes more worry because you yes. feel out of control. They, uh, uh, yeah, there we go. There's that control thing coming yeah. back in again. But the other one that we use is the practical worry. Uh, yeah. And the practical worry is what's in the here and now. It's practical. It's it's addressable in the present. Mm. So there's something that's happening that you can identify that's happening in the here and now that is uh, that has a, you can action, you can do something about it, you can deal with it. So you have a certain amount of control, don't you? And this is one of the reasons why your, your practical worry is sort of the, the, the bit that you can, well, I'm worried about this. Can I deal with it now? Yes, I can. I dealt with it. It's gone. Is it a worry anymore? Well, actually, anxiety no. Anxiety subsides. Yeah, yeah, so anxiety subsides. Whereas with the hypothetical worry, past and future you can't really do anything about that and then we did we did sort of allude to a third worry and the th- third worry is is sort of um it, it's an amalgamation of the two in the sense that if it's something that's happened in the past that we can't do it 
that we can't do anything about it. Something that's happened in the future, we can't really do anything about it, but there's something in the here and now that we can do something about that may affect the outcome in the future. And that is a great, what we call a grey area worry, which is basically a blend of the yeah. two, isn't it? And you know what? In a way, we want to make all hypothetical worries practical. If mm. we can wrestle them into that grey area, Certainly, and, yeah. then yeah. That's, the, that's the strategy. So just let me recap. The whole premise of the Managing Stress Toolkit is centered around the SOAR technique and around establishing with an individual whether their stress is being caused by a hypothetical worry mm. or or many hypothetical worries in yeah. many people's cases yeah. or practical worries in the workplace yes. or, or at home or whatever it might be. Mm. And they are clearly defined, as Spencer says, by a hypothetical worry is categorized by something that has either happened in the past that you can't control mm. or that you perceive may happen in the future mm that you also can't control. Yeah. So the hypothetical worries are the damaging ones because mm. they're the ones that tend to run riot with us. You know, people listening to this, you can probably imagine things like, my wife's a hypothetical worrier. What if we got on the plane on holiday in September and the plane crashes? Mm. What if I'm not around any longer for my kids? Yeah. What if, what if, what if, what if I lose my job in six months' time? So it's a hypothetical worrier drive themselves mm. crazy because they're constantly worried. And because they're not in control, mm. it creates further anxiety, mm. further worry, further anxiety, further stress, and that's how you get yourself into a cycle. Of, catastrophizing of, yeah, yeah. Of, of chronic debilitating stress so um and the practical worry is actually something's happening in the here and now that is making me worry causing a little bit of temporary mm. anxiety and stress mm. but as soon as i deal with it it will yeah. subside and pass yeah like for example we've all had this one in our lives mm. shit my car insurance is up for renewal yeah. last week or yeah. my MO, you know, or my road tax. I've yeah. been driving around with no road tax for a week. <laughs> yeah. And then you get this anxiety, this worry. You get straight online, you pay your road tax, whoo, subsided. Done. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's a oh, I haven't paid my credit card bill and I'm overdue, or whatever it might be. So um they're hypothetical and practical. And what the toolkit does in a nutshell is the seven-day diary exercise mm. is the concept or notion that you will you will ask somebody who is struggling to go away for seven days and capture their stress and anxieties as they arise mm. and think about what they are worrying about. And what they do is they input it into the diary. So mm. I'm worrying at 10 a.m. on this, this morning about X. They categorize it practical or hypothetical. They score it from one to 10 of how mm. severe the anxiety is, 10 yeah. being I can't cope, five yeah. being it's quite strong, one being oh, I'm just a bit unsettled mm. and anywhere in between. Yeah. And we we get to, to document this in the in the moment. So by the time they return in seven days' time with you, the manager, yeah. you're ready to sit down and review the diary and look at the origins and the triggers of stress. Yeah. That is what we're trying to do here, Spence, mm. at a simple level. Yeah. Because to your point about grey area worries and practical – we need to, if someone is a hypothetical worries, we need to wrestle back some control. Yeah. We need to get practical yeah. and bring it back to the present. Very much so. Even the smallest amount of control <clears throat> can start, can stop that um, catastrophizing. Yeah. When you start getting into that trap of hypothetical worrying, when there's no, there is no control and there's nothing you can do about it. But actually, if you can, if you can, if you can wrestle back control, if you can say, right, okay, then this might happen in the future. What can I do in the here and now to to sort it out, to, to wrestle back some control? It might only be the slightest thing, but it's one step on that journey, isn't it? Mm, it is. It is. So 
<clears throat> read the manager's guide first is what we're yeah. saying to to people listening to this. Mm. You you will you will go through the saw technique, stress, anxiety, worries. You will read more about the two types of worry, practical and hypothetical. Mm. Um, and you will then see examples of the worry diary. You've also got a separate document in the toolkit, which is the worry diary, which yeah. we, you can download separately and have a look. And that is the the document you give to the, or present to the recipient who you're going to go through this process with because they're going to take that diary away either electronically or hard copy, mm. and they're going to complete it for a week. So get familiar with that. Now, what's also worth mentioning is it's not all about the bad stuff, capturing nope. the bad stuff. It's also about capturing the good stuff. Yeah. So in the diary, you'll see there's a place for positives as well. On day one, you've got a positive section and a negative section. Yeah, you can have balance, haven't you? So as well as capturing worries and scoring them and categorizing them practical, hypothetical, we want to know what makes you feel great. So what moments at what moments in the day do you feel very good and fulfilled and mm. happy? And what was it that made you feel like that? Or what are you doing? Yeah. Because as well as coming back in seven days and reviewing the worries, we want to say, is there anything in here that like sort of counteracts. I'll take that one, Spence. <laughs> now it's time to talk about phones off on a hub, guys. Is there any? Is there anything that counteracts um, the bad time? So, yeah. what makes you feel great? Because if it's a simple equation, right? Let's let's try and take you away from the stuff that is triggering stress and do more of the stuff that isn't. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so we we do balance it, don't we, with the positives and negatives? Very much so. Yeah, uh, and and. And again, it's not too psych heavy. We 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 want this to be something that managers can use. Um, they can deploy uh, in in a business environment, in a working environment. So it's not too heavy. It's pretty straightforward. There's not much fluff around it, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you when you actually look at this manager's guide, if you look at the manager's guide alongside the seven day worry diary and alongside the presentation, yeah. Which is the because third the document in there? Because the third document yeah. in there, yeah. Then it actually all knits together and supports each each other. You, there's a little bit more detail in the presentation, um, but we could, we use that as like a basis. Then the manager's guide comes from the presentation, uh, and the seven day work di uh, seven day worry diary is from the same place. So it all knits together and it all supports each other. Yeah. So, so, uh, so the third document in there, as Spencer's alluded to, is the presentation. Now, we put this in there just in case you want to, if you're educating managers internally or if you're doing any presentations or you're just speaking to people about it, it's a nice visual, a bit of more of a, it's not as as, as uh, wordy mm. as the um, as the manager's guide. So you can use that as a resource internally. Um, and the final uh, the final resources on there are the simulation yeah, exercises. Yeah. Now, we created some very simple simulation exercises just to get, if you wanted to practice in a safe environment as a manager, it talks you through the three sort of stages of deploying the worry diary, which is the initial conversation, yeah. which says you've recognized someone struggling or they've come to you and said, can I have a word? Yeah. And it's that first conversation. Yeah. So this first simulation says, how do you conduct that? The second mm. simulation is then, you're going to go away, come back, introduce the worry diary and set mm. the task for the next seven days. So it's yeah. how you approach that conversation. Yeah, and, it's, and it's very important. It's very important um, for us, for you guys, for people who are, who are actually uh, exploring this. It's to this is how we see it being deployed. And, and we've seen it in quite a simplistic and straightforward structure. But it might be that... 
um, somebody comes and sees you uh, as a manager, uh, you haven't got time to explore it. You might sort of say, look, I really want to sort of give you my t- the time and the attention. Um, what we'll do is we'll put some time to one side. We'll, we'll meet in 24 hours or whatever. That gives me the opportunity to sort of research what you're talking about, um, sort of get everything together, gives you time to think. Then when you get together, it might be the second meeting, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the meeting that you deploy the, the worry diary in. Because you might, during that second meeting, just talk. It might not be appropriate, but we've sort of we've put it into this like three exposure example. Which, if it worked like that, that'd be great. But it's not something that's hard and fast, is it, Martin? No, no, you're right, and that's a really good point. With all of everything we're talking about, we are giving you the tools and a way forward and a concept. We're teaching you the basics of stress and psychology. We're teaching you the saw technique. We're, te- we're, we're trying to break it down to, to worries and trying to find out the, the triggers and the instigators and the origins of stress. Mm. You know, So we're giving you a formula, but how you wish to deploy it is down to you. Find your way with it, right? Yeah, find yeah. your way with it. And the simulation exercises just give you a gen- general idea of how to do these things and, and what you're likely to face. Mm. Um but the premise of it all is you need to work with people who are suffering from stress and anxiety and mental health back from the overall mm. concept of stress, back through to anxiety, back through to worries, mm. and try to start establishing whether they are suffering from hypothetical or practical worries or a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, where, where, where it comes back in the worry diary that there's practical workplace worries that are triggering their stress, then you you as the manager can help make some changes around mm, that. Yeah. Are they sat opposite someone who just they don't get on with? Mm. Is there a disconnect between them and another employee? Is it their role, the m- mundane, monotonous, process-driven stuff? Is it the pressure yeah. and the responsibility of dealing with financials? What's, from a practical perspective, some stuff might come back in this diary that you, the manager, can support them with and make yeah. quick decisions on. The hypothetical ones are a bit different, right? Mm. We've got to wrestle back some control and bring it back to the present. But there'll be still some actions and decisions you can help the recipient make that will alleviate those worries. Mm. And that's what we're trying to do with this toolkit. We're trying to help you understand the individual by understanding the origins of their stress and working with them on it. Um, So... The, so the simulation exercises, check them out, um, use them, plagiarize them, create your own, mm. you know, whatever yeah. it might be. But again, the premise of, of the whole toolkit is this. If there's anything you take to get started, it's if you know that you have someone in your team or organization who's st- suffering from any level of stress, worry, anxiety, mm. you know, low mood, mental health, whatever it might be, just start at, at, on the front line of opening up, give them a safe environment to open up, you know, and deploy the seven-day exercise. Mm. And all you're saying to them at that point is, let's go on a journey together. You know, let's let's throw ourselves in for seven days. Capture everything. Don't worry. There's nothing too silly or stupid that you – because here's the other thing. Sometimes people worries, people's worries, certainly hypothetically, are mm. far-fetched or, yeah. you know, and they get embarrassed to even put that down because they don't want to sit in front of you and sit, tell you some of the things they're worrying about, the yeah. extreme things. yes. And you've got to make it okay as a manager and say, it doesn't matter what is in your head or what's causing it, get mm. it down. There's no judgment. There's no, no, you know, we need to know to the extent of what it is that the way you think and the way it's triggering. Yeah. And then and only then can we deal with it. Yeah. And you know what, managers, you've got to make yourself approachable, sincere to be able to give them the confidence that that's okay. Yeah. Because when they come back in seven days' time, without judgment, we want to be able to say, you know what? It's okay. Mm. I get it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Or I don't. Even if I can't get it, I can only imagine what that's doing for you. Yeah, 
Yeah. And um, and therefore, we can start to work on some coping mechanisms and some changes, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the premise of it. And rather than inaction, take some action. And that's mm-hmm. what we want, right? If at the end of this worry diary, you be- you think you're out your depth because this is a far deeper issue than I can work with. Yeah. You know, flag it to HR or, or call in some support or even consider facilitating some professional support. Very good point, yeah. But you're yeah. not going to know until you go through the yeah. the exercise whether you can make a difference or deal with it. Yeah. It's, uh, you've got to bear in mind that you're not, as a manager, uh, with a however much experience of you've got, you're not expected to cure all ills. You're not supposed to be there. You're not there as a as a... As a faith healer or anything yeah. like that, you're not. You're, you're not. A quali- you're not a yeah. qualified psychologist, yeah. and you're certainly not qualified in um, in counselling or anything like that. But what you can be qualified in is showing a duty of care yes. to the human being who reports into yeah. you, and that's there what we're trying to do with this, yeah. isn't it? And it, you always call it a triage service. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if, if if you cut if if you're a physical first aider, if somebody cuts the finger, you can deal with that. Uh, but if somebody cuts the finger off. You can't deal with that, but you know somebody who can, A&E. So this is the same thing. Yeah. So when you look at, listen to what people have got to say, there's going to be certain things that you can de- deal with, and you can probably help them with that, but there's going to be other things that you can't. And that might be the time where you pull the, not necessarily pull the eject, but you flag it up to sort of say, look, this needs attention from a professional. Yeah. And you know the beauty about this is, not every individual that I, the recipient who goes through a worry diary exercise. I mean, I've done it myself, and I don't mm. consider myself suffering from a mental health condition. Or, but because I'm a busy professional who gets stressed and all the rest of it, when when you actually put down your triggers of what causes you stress, mm. some of them are a surprise to you because you're not conscious of it. Yeah. And sometimes the worry diary exercise allows people for the first time to go, "Oh, do you know what?" I didn't realize that that was a trigger. You see patterns. Mm. Sometimes you see patterns with the times. We ask you, we ask the recipients to note the time of day when the worry arises. Yeah. If if seven days in a row your anxiety is at its highest from mm. seven p.m. to ten p.m. on an evening when you're sat at home mm. overthinking, or when the minute you lie in your bed and turn the light out and your brain starts popping up, if it's the, those hours, then there's a, there's a, there's a pattern. Mm. So you, the patterns give you something to work with, right? And that's that's the beauty about doing it. But yeah. you're right, you know, as a manager, can you solve everything that comes back from the diary? No. Could you solve some of it? Yes. Mm. And if not, you're aware of the others and where to facilitate the the, the most appropriate support. Yeah. And that's what we want managers on the front line to do. We can't just all chuck it over to HR. No, no. Right? Mm. So uh, that's, that's the pack in a nutshell. Um, You've got it to use. All users on the hub have it to use, yeah. right? We we do offer an accreditation day here at T2. If you want to learn more on how to use and deploy the toolkit and go through some our accreditation, you can do so. You can contact us or you can contact your hub, uh, your dominant super user on the hub, which is whoever <laughs> organized for you to have access to it. Yeah. Or you can just have a go because yeah. you've got access to it. And my first sort of recommendation is have a go. Right, mm. have a go because it's not rocket science, and there's a level of flexibility there for you to do it in your own way. Yeah, the premise of it is: don't avoid the conversations, don't be afraid to attack it, be approachable, give your people a platform to come forward if they're struggling, and just carry out a simple diagnostic exercise mm. over seven days to let's find out the origins of what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, 
Cool. Anything to add, Spence? No, I think that I think that's it covered. Really, I just I just think that it's uh, <clears throat> for people who um, have no experience about um, mental health issues or, or anything like that. Um, I think it's a fascinating exploration of yes. of basic stuff. I mean, it, again, it, it's not rocket science, but it's effective. Yeah, and sometimes it simply is is the most effective. Yeah, I, I think. And that's it. So, yeah. And we've got to start doing something and then we'll make, you know, over time we'll make a bigger difference and a bigger difference. So yeah. it's also worth mentioning just with a minute to go that we are um, in partnership with a, a wonderful technology company called Moodbeam. Moodbeam is a wearable device on the wrist that actually during the seven-day diary exercise, you can give a device to your recipient where they can subtly click buttons, a button that says, a yellow button which says, I feel positive and great, or a blue button which says, something's triggered me or I'm feeling anxious. That then records to a phone on your app mm. uh, a trend throughout the day of, of when you felt low and high, and then you can contextualize it in the diary later on. Mm. So the reason why that's important is because if you're in a meeting and you're feeling anxious and there's a lot of people in the room, you don't want to start getting your worry diary out and starting mm. writing in it. Yeah. Right. So you can just click these buttons on your wrist, on your wearable, wearable device, and then you can contextualize it later in the day and that's a really important thing we don't want people to miss the opportunity to record how they feel in the moment mm. so we can provide those devices on demand as well if you if you get in touch and you're interested in the mood beam device yeah um it will be appearing on the hub shortly as well uh, in the productivity tools section so you can click through there other than that i think that's um you know our tutorial for 30 minutes spence on the yeah. Managing Stress Toolkit, have a go. Don't be afraid. Start having the conversations and slowly but surely, it's like anything, you will get better the more you do it and, mm. and, and as time goes on. Yeah. Spencer Locker, thank you very much. Martin Johnson, a pleasure. See you <laughs> soon. Cheers.